0: jump straight into it we've arrived we've arrived on a club by club in north london at the home of the spurs don't know where that came from but there we go here we are with our club by club bite size breakdowns before the season starts we're having a little look at your club their signings their aims possibly what they're going to do this season and of course as this is a fantasy channel we're going to uh hybridize the two and merge Fantasy and reality, and look at the players you should be getting in your fantasy team out of the Tottenham Spurs. Ian, Mm. how are you feeling about Tottenham Hotspur? What do you reckon? Very good. Yeah. Do we. You are enjoying the documentary on Amazon. Oh, I haven't seen it myself.
1: Well, I've only seen two episodes, but I love those documentaries. Really, really enjoy them. Mm. Uh, Especially everything that happened last season. It's just. uh, weird to watch it kind of all unfold but no I think I've got good feelings for Tottenham next season I think it will be the one I do
0: Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a Mourinho fan anyway I like him I like you know well first of all he's got a personality in a world where that seems to be disappearing faster and you can blink and uh, you know he's a funny guy but I think he's a great manager he's one of the best managers you know of all time I think in my opinion um, I hate to see that he's been written off I hate to see that he's been taken away from and I really
1: hope that he kicks some ass with this Spurs mm, team next season well I think he's had long enough to stamp his mark on it isn't he from all the time that he was quarantined and then well people have been criticising a little bit their signings over the summer not Spurs
0: fans I hasten to add but they've taken a little bit of flack Um because they've signed, well, they've signed Hoiberg for midfield. They've signed Doherty at right back, which actually is a superb signing. Um, Hart, Joe Hart, they've signed him on a free from Burnley as goalkeeping backup. And they made Lo Celso's signing permanent. As we stand today, there is still more time in the transfer window. Um, I think they're all solid signings. And they're all Mourinho signings, I think. They're his signings, who he wanted for the team. I think he's going to lay them out to try and be what he wanted them to be, which was to have a lightning fast counter-attack. Mourinho's teams are based around defensive solidity. So when they lose the ball, the, the predominant and prevailing thought since Bar- Pep's Barcelona has been that you are in the face of your opponent. Hard pressing, high up the pitch. Now, Mourinho's teams withdraw without possession, and people call it park in the bus. It's not parking the bus. Park in the bus is when you sit everybody behind the ball for 90 minutes. That's not what his teams do, unless he hasn't got the players to... When he was at Man United, you saw them trying to break out, but they'd give away possession on the break, and so they'd end up pinned back. Now, at Tottenham, he'll do the same. He'll try and set out defensive solidity without the ball they'll withdraw and they'll only press when the team comes over the halfway line and if they win the ball what they then want to do is have lightning quick counter attacks and score goals all his teams have been goal scorers they set records in Real Madrid you know part park the bus managers don't set goal scoring records with teams they don't set you know
1: smash records for points scored and things like that it's garbage do you think Uh, the players are going to buy into his uh, his way that if there is
0: if there is a critical factor in Mourinho being a success you've just hit it on the head Mm. that's it the players have to buy into what he asks them to do and I think at United there was dissension I think at Real Madrid there ended up being dissension um He'd, he needs that. If you don't buy into the way he wants to play, it'll all fall apart. And it's, it's a hard way to play, but it's a way that wins. And it's a way that's won him all the trophies there are to win. I mean, you know, you have to look at somebody like Samueletto when he went to Inter Milan. He'd come off of being Barca's main frontman in about the most attacking team you could possibly imagine to come into Inter Milan and ended up playing out wide instead of through the middle and f- tracking back. I mean, there were times at which during, you know, the Champions League final, the, the semi-finals against Barcelona, Eto'o was like in the right-back position. This is a guy that is a world-class striker. But he bought into what Mourinho wanted to do and the way they wanted to play, and they won. They beat Barcelona. Mm-hmm. They won the Champions League. He's won the Champions League with two... I hate saying that Milan are an unfashionable club, but they were an unfancied club to win the title that season. His his two Champions League victories have been with Porto and Inter Milan, two teams that fully bought into what he wanted to do. I think if Spurs do the same, then Silverware's coming to the club. And I think those players are players that he's bought to play the way he wants to play. Doherty gets up and down the pitch like nobody's business. I'm not sure how he's going to play Hoiberg because I don't know if he's going to play him as an out-and-out defensive player or whether he'll be a little further forward. Um, You know, he's got a hell of a shot on him. And Lo shows the creativity in there as well. But he's also a hard-working player and that's going to be paramount. I mean, if you are not a hard-working player, you're not going to get anywhere in this team. But pre-season... The results aside, you look, there have been some individual performances looking really good, especially Son Hung Min, uh, who, to be honest, I think he's probably going to be the fantasy pick above Kane for us,
1: really, isn't he? You know, get him in week one because he's in scintillating form. I think you'd be crazy not to have him.
0: Yeah, and it looks like Doherty's going to play... Even though when you look at it in terms of fantasy points, Aurier was the top-scoring defender at Spurs last season in fantasy points. But it looks like his time at the club's probably up. Um, top-scoring with one goal? Unless, of course, he's he's going to pull a, a strange one and play Doherty a little further forward. I'm not sure. We'll see. It, it, it remains to be seen. But I actually think Spurs are going to surprise a lot of people this season. I think they might... They might surprise everybody and maybe even push for putting a title challenge. Um, fifty sa- to it one. It sounds insane, but I'm thinking that maybe my pre-season money might go. Well, it's fifty to one on isn't Spurs. It? It's not a bad shout. Yeah, I mean they're up to eighty to one on some sites, but mm. mari the Mourinho factor. I mean it's uh, it's always hard to call at the start of the season what could or may happen but i really fancy spurs to do something and they need a trophy they they need one i mean the pochettino era was one of success in terms of taking the spurs team onwards they started to establish themselves near the top of the league they started to qualify regularly for europe they they started to go deep in competitions and probably the irony was they made the Champions League final in one of their worst performing seasons on (laughs) Pochettino. But they didn't win anything. And in the end, I mean, it was horrible for me as a football fan listening to Pochettino saying, in effect, I mean, I'm paraphrasing obviously, or, or, you know, that the spirit of what he was saying was that he didn't really give a toss about the league cup and the FA cup he only gave a toss about the premier league and the champions league but a lot of teams who started to go on a run where they got successful with with winning things they began with trophies like they they picked up a trophy here and there they keep going i mean chelsea keep keeping their hand in even if they're not at the top of the division or they're struggling a little bit they they pick up a trophy. You know, and Spurs really need to get into that habit. It's 2008 since they last won a trophy,
1: which was the League Cup. So it's 12 years ago. And Especially with all that money that's been thrown about with their stadium, and yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, you can't go back. I mean, everybody's going to fondly remember Pochettino, but they can't say, "Oh, well, that was the year we won the FA Cup with Pochettino," or you know, that that was the year we won. That was the year we almost... Yeah, it's the year we, we were in the mix. That was the year we finished fourth. You know, nobody wants to do that as a team. It becomes like you're running it like a business. It's, you know, oh well, you know, Champions League qualifications more important than an FA Cup. I mean, I, I really hate that. I understand the mentality from a business point of view, but from a football point of view, from a, a sporting point of view, it's bullshit. I hate it. <laughs> and... I think you've not got a better man. I just hope Levy backs Mourinho and says, here you go, buddy. Who do you want? You know, within his own parameters and reasons and say, look, we'll see if we can get them and try and build this team. And then to be firmly behind him with the players. I don't think he had that at Man United. I think there was a... a, that the upper echelons of Man United weren't firmly behind the manager. They had kind of a foot in either camp with the players and the manager. Mourinho needs to know he's the man and that they're going to back him to the hill. And he's got the CV and the medals to prove it. And if you're a Spurs fan, I think it's exciting times. I really hope it works out. You know, if there's kind of a mid-season implosion and it all goes to hell in a handcart, I mean, that's the risky run. Taking Mourinho on as well in some (laughs) ways but if they all get behind him, if they buy into what he's trying to do I think he needs this as well, he needs this at Spurs he needs it to be a success and I think they had some ludicrous stat by by like the end of the season that since Mourinho took over only like, I think it was only Liverpool and Man City had accrued more points than Tottenham in that period, wow. perhaps Man United snuck ahead of them at the end. But, you know, if you look at it on paper, you look at that as a stat and you think, Jesus, so only two, possibly three teams had a better point score and run than we did. I think that bodes well for them this season.
1: Yeah, so I reckon they'll finish top. Take a, you plan, know, a if wild punt on it. If they won the league, I think it would be good
0: for the league it'd be good for them it'd be good for Mourinho and the Spurs fans obviously you know I mean I understand there's a little bit of history obviously because Spurs two biggest rivals are Arsenal and Chelsea and obviously Mourinho's been at Chelsea um, so he's bringing that with him but I don't doubt his dedication to Spurs I think he's 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 going to do good things for them He will be the man. What do you think? I've been running on with what I think. What about you, Ian? What do you reckon about Spurs, their chances, uh, Jose Mourinho? More importantly, who do you want in your fantasy team? I don't want Kane. Okay, that's uh, quite a statement from the off. Yeah, well, he's not... I think he's done. You think he's done? Kind of, I don't know. (laughs) He doesn't... (laughs) Okay. I can remember that, last... that. requires some explanation. I don't know.
1: I can just remember last season when you were like, oh, yeah, I always like, I'll get him in my team and then he didn't really do anything. And then he had that middle bit where he started and then just kind of fizzled out again. He wasn't really. I think okay, yeah. I see what you're saying there. That perhaps in
0: the past couple of seasons, maybe he's scored in bursts, yeah, I've and then had a little lull, and then he scored in another burst. I'm and then had a not. Little lull. That he's impressed. also been injured.
1: I'm not that impressed
0: by him at yeah, all. Yeah, well, injuries way. take their toll. You have to be impressed by him. He's had what a 20-plus goal-scoring season for like three, four seasons running.
1: Uh, he yeah, had three in a row, four in a row, four in a row, 18 last season, 17 the one before.
0: Yeah, so, but he had injuries in both of those seasons. That okay. kept him out for so quite some time.
1: injury-free now? Yeah. So, potentially...
0: Maybe not quite
1: match fit, though. Oh. <laughs> so, maybe... So, he may, no. he may
0: not make the full 90 minutes for the first few uh, games. Well, that's
1: fine. As long as he's scoring... If you've got him as a in your fpl team and he's scoring goals doesn't matter if he doesn't play the full match does it he's fantastic he's he's so so expensive as well for he is very because he scores a lot of goals sometimes (laughs) (laughs) scores a lot of goals sometimes it's so risky
0: so let right let's here's the litmus test you tell all the spurs fans out there that harry kane is done who are your preliminary three strikers for, sp- let, let, for, 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 for fantasy, let's have a little reveal here. Who are
1: your three pre- The ones that I've got at the moment? Actually, no, so I don't you know. Got... <laughs> They're all punts. You've literally. got Timo
0: Werner, Massive. Yeah, unproven cause... in the Premier League, but I mean he's got the potential to have a huge impact. I won't deny that. And then, who are your other two? <laughs> Mitrovic. So Mitrovic, who didn't do too badly last time he was in the Premier League, but was hardly a top, yeah, I always struggle goals with strikers. Talent. And who's the third one in that Adams. Jay Adams. Adams. How many Premier League goals <laughs> did he score? Uh,
1: 27. <laughs> that's, that's how many <laughs> minutes he was on the pitch <laughs> in one go. Uh, yeah, I always really struggle with strikers for FPL anyway.
0: That is not surprising if you think Harry
1: Kane is a spent force. I just don't... I don't know. I always struggle. It's Him and Yang are the two that, are like, really really struggle with because they're everyone says how good they are but I never seem to get them at the right time hmm. and I think perhaps that's, probably... that's it then you've just never got them at the right time
0: <laughs> I mean so Harry I'm bitter just... Harry Kane if you if you click on the strikers let's see where he was in the list of strikers even though he spent quite a long time out injured his points are cruel I mean obviously he wasn't going to be as high as Jamie Vardy who was Golden boot winner mhm what do you mean? You can't get all of them in, huh? Yeah, of course you can. If you go, t- if you go to your team and then take a striker and click on it, and you go strikers, and then it will list them in <laughs> person order, Or of top. Yeah, so that will be like who they. So there you go. Look, Jamie Vardy last season had two hundred and ten points. Martial was two hundred points. Ings was one hundred ninety eight. Jimenez one hundred ninety four. Richarlison one hundred sixty five. Kane one hundred fifty eight. Kane
1: missed a lot of playtime last season. Interesting, I had all the other strikers except him. So yeah, you had, and five, I had five guys ahead of him, now. and I had Firmino, uh, Firmino, Abraham, I had mm-hmm. Jesus. I had, I had Kane had the
0: full season under his belt. Maybe it's, he's he's going to be pushing top of that list. I mean, Vardy won it with what twenty? I can't remember how many goals twenty four or something. You know, twenty three. Twenty three. So twenty three so goals. Kane scored eighteen didn't he last season 18 goals yeah he scored 18 goals last season he was 5 shy and he missed a couple of months yeah maybe maybe
1: I've uh, been too quick to judge him but I don't know it's yeah I I don't think I'd ever have him in my team no I understand because of the price because of the price yeah going further afield
0: though Son i mean mm-hmm. at nine million he looks an absolute steal for the midfield doesn't he yeah i think
1: i might just keep him for the whole season pretty much yeah i think that's the plan unless he does terribly
0: mm-hmm. T just... was a top scoring defender last season but he was playing as a right wing back with three center center backs so whether um you know whether jose is going to favor something like that i I don't know I don't think it's traditionally a way that he likes to play he likes to play four at the back rather than five Um, who knows but Doherty if he is moving into right full back um, be interesting to see how that works out but I mean he's a top top player great point scorer and good value again this season so I think he's definitely a shout for your team he's not as
1: expensive as Trent or Robertson Two, um, better, two better people to get other than Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get Kane.
0: Yeah, and then obviously Luchelso, he's had a season now. I think he's he's going to be a primary creator for them. Uh, I don't know who's going to play wide, maybe Lucas or Bergwijn. Uh, fancy Bergwijn to have a pretty good season as well. Because he's, he's that Mourinho type player as well. Very quick winger. Gets forward, but he's hard working as well. I think he's got a few players in that fit his mo now. So, um, do we have anything else to add to the Spurs Don't think roundup? has so. been quite a long. We have had quite a long roundup, but that's because I'm, uh, you know, um,
1: passionate for Mourinho. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm. I'm kissing my picture of Jose that i have got here.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> brilliant.
0: <laughs> uh, on that horrifying note, and I might add, untrue. I haven't been kissing this picture just thinking Not about today. kissing this picture it's time to go in it <laughs> yeah all right bye